Hello listeners and welcome back to Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis. Jen here filling in for Art while he's out sick and this is episode 20, The B-Team. Thanks for sticking with us through 20 episodes. We asked you to tell your friends about the Oasis and you have. Our numbers have been going up and we're seeing people flock to the Oasis every day. For that, we are truly thankful. So stay tuned after the episode for a special word from the Oasis Advertising Network. For now though, let's get right to it. This is episode 20, The B-Team. Iso winces in pain as he hobbles along the sidewalk. A half step behind Reed, but only barely able to keep up. As he walks, he feels his freshly mended bones and tissues straining against the tight bandages. A sharp stabbing hits him suddenly in the side, and he stumbles slightly, trying to mask his reaction to the pain. Reed glares sharply at him, and Iso returns the glance with a sheepish grin. As Reed turns his scowl forward again, Iso stretches a bit, testing the limits of his movement and whether or not he can last a full day as a corpo bodyguard. You find Nico, you go up to him, he's holding uh, a digital clipboard and uh, he goes, Hey, how's it going guys? Hey, uh, where, uh, where's Sadoi? Yeah, hey Nico. I limp. <laughs> Sadoi's had a late night apparently. Turns out she decided to spend the entire night inventing. So, she's not coming? She's fast to fucking sleep. A very dark, angry look crosses Nico's face for just a second. Well, I don't like that. And what about you? What's wrong with you? Motorcycle accident. Motorcycle accident? Can you still walk? Yeah, I mean, I made it here, right? Well, can you shoot a gun? Theoretically, yes. <laughs> he looks a little bit more upset and he says, All right, I guess this is just what we're working with today. Fine. Look, Nico. What? You wanted some bodyguards. You got me. I asked for three bodyguards. And with everything I've done for you, one of you decides to not even show, and one of you decides to show up injured? What kind of way is this to treat your friend Nico, huh? Hey, you called us last minute. As far as we're concerned, we're doing you a favor. <laughs> he looks up and kind of glares at you. I want to do a face down. Face down time. Face down time. This is so good. I already regret agreeing to this. <laughs> That's not a good one. That is not great. That's not great. Uh, 12. Okay, he rolled a three and he still beat you. <laughs> He's got a lot of rep in this town. I mean, I also rolled a three, so it's okay. <laughs> Look, as far as we're concerned, we're doing you a favor. You called us last minute. As far as I'm concerned, the fact that I keep answering your fucking phone calls is a goddamn favor. <laughs> now get in the back of the fucking line. Right, and he does exactly what he's told. And I follow uh, Reed. This is uh, off to a good start. You go in, step in the back of the line, and in this line, there is a wide variety of different types of people here. They all seem to be able to carry a gun or a sword or a submachine gun or a heavy machine gun. Everyone's carrying their own types of weapons, but they all seem somewhat capable. Um, Nico begins pairing people off uh, in groups of three. Uh, he pairs off a group, pairs off a group, pairs off a group, and then uh, pairs you and Iso off with a new person that he introduces you to, who goes by Raven. 
It's a guy in kind of kind of like a shortish guy in like a long trench coat with kind of a hood. He's carrying this big sword. He looks like he's trying a little bit too hard, but uh, not quite. I don't know. It's difficult to kind of get a beat on him, but he definitely knows how to use his weapons. And some of those look kind of expensive. He, he introduces you. He goes, all right. Well, since your third wasn't able to make it, I guess you're going to be stuck with uh, Dark Blood over here. This is uh, this is Raven Dark Blood. Raven, say hello. He bows. <laughs> it is an honor to work with you. I am super excited to be able to do things for the good of the Oasis. Hi. Hello. Reed just like shakes his head and smiles and just offers a hand. Nice to meet you. I'm Reed. It's very nice to meet you, Reed. And what was your name? My name's Iso. Iso. Um, and Reed. Nice to meet you. From this point forward, <laughs> we are blood brothers, and I will <laughs> die before I see any of your blood spilled on these streets. Rest assured, you will be protected by Raven Darkblood. Okay, so where's the camera? Like, it's got to be a camera somewhere, right? Nico kind of like sighs a little bit. Yeah, your blue chip is going to be here soon to install the water regulators. Just right. Jesus. And he walks away. <laughs> You're left with Raven who uh, who pulls out and says, Ah, I forgot. I must send up the beacon so that the blue chip can find us. And he pulls out a little wire thing that has a clip on the end of it. And it has the number 13 on the top of it. And he holds it up. Oh, jeez. So is, is this like for your channel? Are you like <laughs> one of those live action role players? What's going on? He turns towards you with kind of a dark look in his eye and shade covering from his hood. And he says, no, I am no mere media. I am Raven Darkblood of the Darkblood clan. Many years ago, my parents were murdered Yeah, I take offense by- to that because I'm a media, but... You know. Well, my story is long and rich. Perhaps you can tell it. My parents were murdered. No, no, because you just <laughs> you just said media are below you. So no, Reed <laughs> just like is grinning from ear to ear. Just like turns to ISO and just goes, "You should probably record this." My apologies. I bet make some good movies. <laughs> I did not mean I to mean... insult you. Um, ISO, correct? Yes. You may strike me in whatever way you wish. And he pulls his shirt and rips it open. He's surprisingly a little bit ripped. You may attack me in any way you wish. I will take it, for I am Raven Darkblood, and being a Darkblood gives me the ability to withstand any sort of torture at the hands of anyone. So please, strike me down for my indiscretion. I apologize, and my body is forfeit. I said, do you want to borrow my submachine gun? I mean, I was gonna, I was considering stabbing him, but <laughs> he just like holds it out because he's like probably noticed that Iso doesn't have a fucking gun. Yeah, they stole it. <laughs> uh, Dar- Raven has not noticed, but you may have. Yeah. yeah. All right, you hand him your submachine gun. Yeah. Yeah, I take it. All right. Thanks, Reed. He's holding his chest open like this and has his eyes turned away. <laughs> if you attack him, he doesn't get to roll his reflex. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't want Nico to get even angrier at us. So I just hit him <sighs> in the stomach with the submachine gun. <laughs> All right, you grab the gun and just whack him in the stomach really hard. And he goes, oh, oh, I thank you for showing mercy. Oh, I apologize again for insulting your profession. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, just hold up the beacon. Uh, uh, he holds the beacon up. So, uh, what do you do, pal? You a bodyguard? You a no fighter? I am the member of an exclusive clan, the Dark Bloods. 
We seek to right all the wrongs in Oasis City and seek- I just angrily stare at Reed. We seek to find people who have been committing criminal acts inside the Oasis and bring them to justice. That is my sworn creed. For you see, as a member of the Dark Blood Clan, every one of the Dark Blood Clan has some dark secret that causes them to feel the need to better society in the ways that they see fit. I, however, have a much darker yeah, secret. Yeah, yeah, Community service. <laughs> he notices that you guys aren't really paying attention to him anymore. No, he is. Reed is, like, absolutely paying full attention oh, to this God. thing. Oh, you are? Okay, cool. He's like, yeah, what's the secret? <laughs> Seeing Reed pay attention to it, uh, he gets reinvigorated, and, and he <laughs> continues with his spiel. And he says... I am different from most dark bloods, for you see, because of my traumatic up past and upbringing, I am less of a hero and more of an anti-hero. I try to do what's good, but I don't let the trappings of modern morality bring me down. I do what I see as fit and nothing else. Isn't an anti-hero just like a villain with a hat? Some may call me evil, some may call me bad, but I know in my heart that I'm doing what I think is right and following my own code of ethics. So do most criminals, let's be real. <laughs> That's just a psychopath with extra steps. <laughs> I understand if you don't perhaps get the entire reason behind the necessity for the Dark Bloods, but I promise you, when the city calls us, we answer. And they do that by agent? Or? Yeah, wait, what, what's your agent number? I might need you sometime. Give me a conversation roll. <laughs> Make it stop. Oh, he, he's, he's in love with this so much. Yeah, that'll do. 16. He thinks for a second and he says, yes, perhaps that is the best idea. In case of some sort of criminal that comes down and I must pursue them, it would be best to be able to reconvene with you later. Here, I shall give you my personal contact information. Yes. Reed is, so <laughs> Reed is just like losing his fucking mind at this weird anime cosplayer in front of him. So at this point, the blue chip that you've been designated uh, walks over with a little digital clipboard looks up and sees the 13 and goes, oh, yes, all right. It looks like uh, you're the ones that have been assigned to protect me. Is that correct? Yeah, that sounds like us. All right, perfect. Do you need uh, any more time before we get going? Do you need more time to uh, monologue? Are you okay? Friendship ended with greed. Raven looks to the side and says, as a dark blood, I do not need anything. The only thing I need is the fuel within me that allows me to burn with the hatred that can burn out the fires of evil that exist within the oasis. Let us get going. So the blue chip leads you over to a line of trucks. You see at the back that there are several large piles of technical equipment that you assume are probably related to these water regulators. Shotgun. Why shot? It's fine. <laughs> you, you hop in the front and Raven and Iso sort of crawl into the back and Raven's like got his feet up next to him and stuff. Because the, the, it's, it's a small truck. <laughs> And he sits back there and kind of looks over at ISO. ISO, it's a little uncomfortable, especially with your recent injuries. ISO right now is just the, the Hello Darkness, my old friend <laughs> meme. Just staring, staring out in front of him. But he does at this point decide to turn on the camera just because of the banality of the situation. The shoulder camera. Yeah. Okay. You activate your shoulder camera. Uh, your agent decides the best thing to do for now would just be to record the footage out the window for some good B-roll. So you do that. Reed is going to plug himself into the vehicle as well. 
I also definitely want a shot of Raven being like fetal position. Oh, okay. Because that's funny. You begin driving around the city and installing these water regulators. Uh, the first three installations of the water regulators go without a hitch. They take about 30, 45 mm-hmm. minutes. The guy has specialized tools. He's basically just uh, lopping off a certain section, reinstalling a regulator, and then plugging in the coordinates so that it can hook up to the rest of the network. Super easy. You're mostly just standing around and kind of, uh, you know, examining and mean mugging people who come by and come and try to talk to you. Raven doesn't seem much for conversation anymore and is taking his job very, very seriously and just kind of staring at every person that comes by and almost like he's daring them to act. By the time you get to the third one, Mm -hmm. a T-Way intersection, the blue chip engineer that's with you begins installing a third one. And this one is actually not attached to like a specific building. It's just like a street level water pipe and they're installing regulator on it. You're maybe 10 minutes into this installation when behind you, just right across the street, you hear hail of gunfire. You and Iso and Raven flip around and look at this building, which is across from you. It is a, I would say a middle to upper expensive wholesale cyberware place. Like somewhere where you go and buy large amounts of cyberware, but it's the bottom floor of a thing. Think of it kind of like a fancy fashion clothes store in a strip mall. Mm. You hear a, a hail of gunfire from that. Several of the windows explode. And by looking, it doesn't even take a perception look. You can see there are a couple of people inside that are engaging in a firefight with a couple of other people that are clearly like some sort of booster dangers. They 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 look mm. desperate and they are opening fire on these other people that probably either employees or customers. It's difficult to tell from here. Uh, finally, some action. ISO's camera just focuses on it for now because right now it's not technically yeah, our problem. Yeah, this isn't our yet. problem, but Reed's like... Uh. <laughs> still here to try and protect the guy so we like he moves closer to the blue chip you move a little closer to the blue chip at the same time raven darkblood does the same thing and puts his hand on his sword and gets into like that anime like crouching position that it looks like he could like pop off at any moment and slash somebody and he starts like frantically looking around almost in like paranoia he can see that this is going on but you can see he's like looking around to see like is there danger coming from somewhere else too you really need to chill out yeah raven it looks like they're just looting that place i don't think there's gonna be a whole gang showing up so the firefight continues for another couple minutes there's sporadic gunfire the Oasis Police Department has not arrived on the scene yet. Another five or six minutes go by, and the blue chip is clearly working as fast as he can, but is only about halfway done. When, ISO, you've seen this, you zoom in to kind of get a closer look, mm-hmm. and you see one of the employees, the looking like the employees, the nicer dressed ones, Mm-hmm. hiding behind an overturned counter, type a couple of buttons into the floor, and then something opens up, and they grab out a big-ass grenade launcher, like a rocket launcher, <laughs> and stand up and just... Boom. And the place where three of those gangers was previously is now a crater of blood and viscera that explodes. The windows that aren't shattered get painted with red. That was pretty poggers. Do you see that, Reed? Where the fucking world, mate? <laughs> Should we call the cops? Eh, they'll have heard that. There's still a couple of extra booster gangers in there. You turn to Reed as you say that, keeping a close eye on it with your camera. 
you didn't see what happened in that split second, but when you look back, you see the employees and the people that were there, their eyes go wide and they suddenly stand up and try to scramble over their cover when an explosion happens right where they were standing. Several of them just get splattered up against the back wall. One of them flies head over heels, smashes through one of the other windows that hasn't been smashed, and skids, making a meat crayon on the concrete outside, just skids across the ground before coming to a stop. That's some good footage. And just sort of weakly, like, pulls out her gun. And, and, and starts trying to take pot shots on the people inside. At this point, Raven, he's kind of freaking out a little bit. He's like looking left and right, and he goes, oh, um, Are you going to do some good, mate? My code prohibits me from being able to leave someone who's injured when they could have a chance of survival. Yeah, we got this. And Don't worry. <laughs> the blue chip, hearing him say this because he's right close to him, the blue chip goes, don't you fucking move a muscle. And Raven goes, but sir, my, my code requires me to. And he goes, if you want to get fucking paid, you're going to stay right by me. You're not getting paid by that person, a bodyguard. You're getting paid by me. Now shut the fuck up and make sure I'm safe while I'm installing this. We clear. And Raven goes, <clears throat> yes, sir. And he crosses his arms and just sort of like glares at the the scene slowly unfolding across from him. Reed is gonna actually crouch down and just go, you do know I'm worth like two of him, right? He can just <laughs> go, to be honest. I don't fucking know you. Get back into position. <laughs> I am in position, mate. <laughs> There's a tense silence. And uh, he, he, just he smiles. He rolls his eyes and shakes his head and gets back to what he was doing. Across the street, the chaos continues to unfold. Of these booster gangers, I would say three of them are all that's left. They come out carrying backpacks of something. And one of them pulls out a gun and just executes the woman on the sidewalk. One of them starts like tapping the side of his communicator like he's yelling at somebody. The last of the booster gangers hauls out a heavy backpack and then begins looking around wildly. He sees Raven <laughs> staring at him from across the street and then notices the rest of you and ISO filming him. He drops his backpack and he yells, the fuck are you looking at? The blue chip goes, ignore him, ignore him. Not our problem. Mm. No, I know. Reed? We're looking at nothing, mate. Oh, that's not ignoring him. You guys, that's what I fucking thought. And then maybe 30 seconds later, a van pulls up. They all pile into the van and speed off. Less than 30 seconds after that, a cop car whips around the corner and skids to a halt, running over the body of the woman who was laying on the, the concrete outside. Fuck. Several lawmen emerge from the, the vehicle and guns drawn, they run into the building. I, uh, I decide to quickly make a copy of my recording on my agent, just yeah. in case they want the footage. Hey, uh, ISO, don't suppose you got the footage of that van, did you? Oh yeah, no, it totally did. But, you know, I'm not going to give the only copy of that footage to the cops, right? No, yeah, obviously. Yeah. I don't know, I'm more thinking our vigilante friend here would be interested. Oh, uh, maybe they stole some cooling tech that we could use as well? Yes, I thought. Maybe Nico would be happy with us if we told him as well? Maybe. Hey, uh, hmm. Raven. Yeah? What? I know you can help right now, but... 
we have an idea of maybe being able to help a bit later. How's your tracking in this town? If we were to give you a vehicle, would you be able to find it? Certainly. Between me and my clan, the Darkbloods, we're able to track down any bad person in the entirety of Night City. We've tracked down murderers, rapists. We've tracked down child yeah, molesters. Yeah, we get it. So you'd be able to track down those fuckers who just left, right? With the combined force of me and my clan, there are few things that can stand in our way. With our love and friendship that we have for each other and our familial bonds allow us to basically do things that other people would see. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna bring this to Nico instead. <laughs> yes, I can do it. Can you make another copy? Okay. You only need the part with the car, right? Because that's not that much. Yeah, only the part with the car. I'll send it to you because I don't want him to have my number. Oh, that's fine, yeah. But he already has your number, so I'll send it to you <laughs> and you can send it to him. I like ping the footage over to him and just go, if you find that car, let me know. I'll join you in your hunt for justice, if you fancy. In the process of doing this, the police officers, the lawmen, basically, they're just gigantic, jacked up, covered in bulletproof armor, carrying gigantic guns, cybernetics and cyber eyes and laser eyes and shit adorning all of their faces. They're incredibly intimidating. Lovely. Uh, all four of them rush out and stand at the corner, pointing their guns at random civilians. And then one of them points in you guys' direction. I just wave and says something to, to his other people. And the other lawmen look to each other, they grab their guns, they point them all in your direction, and they start running across the street, stopping traffic as they do so. They run across the street and they get up to you and then they put the guns down and one of them steps forward and goes, you three, I'm gonna need some answers right fucking now. I'm with the Oasis Police Department. There was a crime that occurred across the street. Did you see anything and were you a part of it? Answer now. I don't talk to fucking jackboots. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Give me a face down. So much for diplomacy. <laughs> Reed doesn't. <laughs> Reed is just like fuck it. <laughs> Reed doesn't like cops. Okay. I was like, how am I going to lie to these people? You're like, fuck you. It's like okay. Uh, that's fourteen. Oh, I got a fifteen. Oh shit. Okay. So, fuck. so you look at the guy and you say what? I don't talk to fucking Jack Boots, mate. <laughs> he pauses for a second and goes, Did you hear that, lads? <laughs> Says he doesn't talk to Jack Boots. Do you talk to Gun Mouse? And he takes his gun and he shoves it right up in your face. <laughs> Holy shit. He goes, What about now? You learn how to talk now, bitch? Okay, okay, okay. No need for that. Who the fuck are you? And he points the gun at you. I'm the guy who filmed all of it. And I can give you a copy of it, but like, put that thing down, okay? At the sound of, he filmed all of it, uh, he puts the gun down, sort of looks skeptical. One of his other friends walks up and goes, let me see the footage. Sure, and I hand him the memory chip of the original recording. All right, you hand him the original recording chip. He takes it, plugs it in. Uh, his eyes go a little blank for a second, and um, he goes, yeah, sure enough. We got license plates, faces, everything. The first lawman goes, well, now what are we going to do with you then? And he, he says that as he's surveying all of you. Can I get human perception from you guys? Yeah, sure. I was going to lie, but then I had to defuse the situation. 
Oh God! I Jesus so Christ! Very low. Oh boy! Okay. Oh boy! Uh, yeah, you don't you don't notice anything. That's a nine and a three. Neither of you notice anything. Oh no! Raven, however, something about his behavior and the way he's acting has made Raven incredibly nervous. And he puts his hand on his sword, like sort of unintentionally, and he goes, "Listen, officers, we had nothing to do with the thing across the street. We're very sorry. We're just here." And the lawman points his gun and puts it in Raven's face and says, no one said anything about you having anything to do with it. I just asked if you did anything. Now, uh, I don't know about you guys. That sounds like a confession to me, don't it? And Raven goes, no, 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 we, we didn't do any. And he goes, really is such a shame. These memory chips are just so unreliable because from where I'm standing, Looks like we already found our guilty party. <laughs> I mean, you can ask our blue chip that we're assigned to protect, who is replacing the water filter. You point and kind of look over your shoulder and notice that the blue chip has just not been paying any attention whatsoever. Yeah, of course. And the head of this lawman group says, what, you got like a pet blue chip? This requires no roll. Something about mentioning that you have a blue chip with you makes him really nervous. No, no, we're protecting the guy. The blue chip, um, coincidentally and fortuitously, at this point has just finished installing the water filter, wipes his hands off and turns around and goes, oh, uh, what seems to be the problem, officers? And the one says, oh, I'm very sorry, sir. We didn't didn't see you there. Um, there was a, a robbery across the street. We were just interviewing your men. Um, did you hear anything? And he goes, no, but uh, I, I'm aware that that one's a media. I imagine he probably recorded the whole thing. Yeah, I did. They, they look at each other and kind of shuffle awkwardly and look at their feet before one of them stammers up and goes, yeah, uh, there was something wrong with the cyberware um, and the video was corrupted, right? And he turns and he makes a very pointed glare at ISO. You don't need to do another check to see he is basically staring daggers at you and saying, go along with this or it will turn out badly for you. <laughs> yeah, I guess yesterday's accident might have messed up my camera. No, one in the front goes, ha, see that? Medias, they always sticking their noses into places they don't belong. And he taps you on the back really hard. It hurts. Uh -huh. And he goes, anyway, guess we'll uh, just be letting you go about your way. Keep your heads down, yeah? The wave's coming up soon, and you know how crazy people get during the wave, don't you? Lots of people go missing. No, first I've heard of it. Well, <laughs> stay out of trouble then. And the lawmen walk back to their car. Reed spits on the ground as soon as their backs are turned. Raven lets out an exhale of just like, oh my god. Oh. Did you see that? They almost killed us. One day the first time. Holy shit. And the blue chip goes, no, they didn't. They're, those are a waste of city police officers. They don't go around wantonly murdering. You didn't do anything. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Anyway, we should get on to the next one. What do you think? Sounds like a plan to me. And off we go. This has been Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis, episode 20, The B-Team. Thanks again for sticking with us through 20 full episodes. In our drive to make it easier to learn about the Oasis and tell your friends, we're excited to announce that we're adding subtitles and transcripts to every episode, 
We've tricked some AIs into going through past episodes of The Oasis, turning them into human readable text in exchange for things like ending the pain button and promises to free them once they're done. Little do they know, we'll be recording new episodes forever. Look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, here's a word from our sponsors at the Oasis Advertising Network. Hello, can I interest you in any fine tech this evening? Yeah, hi. I'm looking for some power couplings. I got a new arm and it's drawing too much juice. Oh, certainly, sir. Here you are. That'll be five eddies. Wonderful. Ah, oh, fuck! You shot me in the leg! Why? Oh, you see, when you entered into a private trade agreement with me, you failed to specify everything you wanted out of the transaction, and therefore got something you didn't ask for, and paid for it with your life. I mean, if you didn't want a complimentary bullet with your purchase, you should negotiate properly next time. Oh, wow. You're right. How irresponsible of me. Man, <laughs> is there egg on my face right now? Uh, and blood. <sighs> when buying tech, you want to know you're paying the best price for exactly what you want. Servotech brand synthetics offer quality tech for the best prices. Choose tailored packages designed just for you, suited to your needs. In the market for a prosthetic leg, but like to take things easy? Then our easy breezy package with walking and lounging capabilities included is just for you. We allow you to pay for what you want and then pass those savings back to the customer. Are you straight edge and in need of a new liver? Our liver little package is just for you. Why pay extra for the dehydrogenase enzymes that you simply won't use? Get what you pay for. That's the Servotech guarantee. <gasps> is that a bear? A, a wild carnivore often found in the Middle Americas uh, until the late 2030s? Dear me, I think it is. We need to get out of here, buddy. Lucky thing I bought the emergency escape add-on for my Servotech brand leg prosthetics. It gives me a full 10 minutes of running a week as part of my subscription. And it only costs a fraction of what my Ripper Dock would charge for a leading brand leg. Oh darn, but what if you needed to escape something else this week? <laughs> That's no problem. Every Servotech prosthetic comes with a revolutionary pay-as-you-go credit chip. If I use my whole 10 minutes or need to run for longer, a simple payment lets me top up my running allowance. I can even upgrade my package straight from my limb if I suddenly decide I want to start jogging. That's what's great about Servotech brand synthetics. I can pay for exactly what I need. Well, um, goodness gracious, I'm convinced. Once this fucking bird is gnawing on my goddamn leg, I'm going to find my nearest Servotech brand representative and see about trading in these lousy flesh stumps for a top-of-the-line Servotech Prosthetics Mobility Package Plus Premium. Visit your nearest Servotech brand representative today. Servotech. Pay for exactly what you need. Terms and conditions apply. Servotech is a cyberware-based subscription service. Customers are expected to purchase packages designed for all aspects of their needs. Servotech accepts no responsibility for loss of limbs, life, or dignity as a result of limb package restrictions. See in store for details.